This is the switch with Eric and Oscar. Let's switch it up. Alrighty, so we're back on the switch. This is episode 209, bro. Where we broke into 200, um, what, like two years ago? <laughs> two years ago. This is going to be a short, a short episode. We're back to short episodes, 10 minute episodes. If you guys are listening, uh, thanks for tuning in. How are you hey, feeling? Hey, dude, talk, doing amazing. But, uh, thinking about, oh man, thinking about how things take time. If you go to my episodes on Infinite Talk podcast, and I was talking to Oscar earlier, November Rain, the song November Rain was written in 1983, but it was dropped in 1992. It took nine years, bro, for that song to evolve to the way it was and what we know of it now. It was, it took nine years, bro. So, how did time. you? Hey, so you went to the? I know you went. We were talking like before this, mm-hmm. um, or a couple of days ago, where you went to the Guns N' Roses concert. Like a lot of yeah. people went to it. But um, when you went, like, how did you know about the ten-year thing? Was did they mention it there or when? No, or you dude, did no, research that, or what? Just on the on the drive back, we're like, okay. I told my wife, dude. Like November Rain was always a good song for me, but at one point it wasn't like the the best song, dude. It was just like a song that was a good, you know, it was like a bad, badass song. But on on when I heard it live and I saw the performance, I was like, I told my wife, dude, that song hit hard, you know, hit different and live, you know, like seeing Slash, seeing Axel playing the keyboard or the piano, and and just it was amazing. So like, dude, I wonder how that song came about, right? Because it's a legendary track, it's a rock ballad that's one of the best in of all time. And asked her, like, where I was driving back, I was like, hey, yo, check check out uh, or look up how that song was made up. And so she, like, goes into Google. And then she's like, you're not going to believe it, dude, but it's actually, this song was written in 1983 by Axl Rose before they were Guns N' Roses. I think they were known as something else, like Ellie Guns or something like that. I don't know what. And um, he had written it, but he it, it wasn't like what we hear now. It was like a different version of the song, but it had, like, the main essence of the song like the, the piano and everything. So she started telling me how it evolved, how people, you know, had their two cents and how Axel put it all together eventually and how it came to be. I was like, dude, like, it took nine years for that song to reach its maximum capacity. Como, okay, it's perfect now. You know, like now it's perfect. Yeah. Because so- it went to different different variations of the song. And so like, it became that ballad. That rock dude, ballad. Is that the mm-hmm. first time you saw him live? First time. Mm-hmm. I've never seen them, but like, like that's badass, man. Um, yeah, first time, bro. And when I was there, I heard people saying that they've been there for like many times. Like, they've seen it's your first. Yeah, it's yeah. It's You're like, like a rookie. I'm a rookie. <laughs> and it was at the Alamo Dome or the AT&T? Alamo Dome, bro. Oh shit, packed, they filled bro. it up. Yeah. Filled it up. That's it was amazing. Dude. So one, you went to the concert. I know you mentioned charging stations. Like, tell me, tell me, dude. Oh, okay, so yeah, t- tell me that thought. Like, I want to hear about it. All right, so it was this this concert was three hours long, right? And I had never seen charging stations in my life like that ones, the ones we saw that day, because obviously I don't pay attention to that, you know. But on the way out, we're talking to the lady in the in the and the exit, and we're like, "Hey, what's that right there?" And she's like, "Oh, it's a charging station for phones." We're like, "What?" So we look up, and it's like a like a box, it looks like a jukebox, bro. Yeah. And it has different slots. And normally, typically, when I've seen charging stations for phones, it has like a wire, so you connect to the wire, or whatever, right? Or like a USB port, 
and it's out in the open. This one was out in the open by the entrance or the exit, but it had like a like a system where it had a keypad. And in that keypad, you would write a, a pin, it would open, and then you put your phone in there, charge it, and then you lock it. And you can only open it with a, with a passcode, bro. You're the only one that can open it. So there's like 10 slots there, and it's green if it's ready to take out, and it's red if it's still charging. I should have taken a picture of this shit, bro. I was like, what the hell? I mean, yeah, because I've seen the wire, and I know, I mean, it's a big stadium, but I thought I had seen something. We went to a UFC fight last year. Mm-hmm. In Dallas, and I saw some where you rent the 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 battery pack. <laughs> Did you recharge? Did you use it? Did I use it? No, no. Actually, I was just asking because it looked interesting to me, right? <laughs> I started thinking, wait, come on. Okay, all right. We're in the concert. You're obviously gonna charge your phone before you come here. You want to record. You want to take pictures. And all that I shit. mean, you want to be a responsible human, like charge your phone. <laughs> you know. You but do- I was like. Okay, this is crazy, bro. Like, it's a locker room of charge, a charging station with a locker room like a uh, facet to it. And then uh, I was like, dude, I'm gonna leave my phone here and then watch the concert, or like, I'm I'm putting myself in the shoes of the people who left their phones there because there was phones in there, bro, and there was nobody around the damn charging station. Come on, see them. They left them there and they took off to the concert to see the concert again, which is cool too, right? But I was I was wondering, like, dude. That's crazy that we've evolved so much that now we have charging stations that are, you know, with that that capacity. And theoretically, we're we're charging a, a something that's attached to us, kind of sort of now, right? Yeah. And we're leaving it there, and it, it's very important. Excuse you know, me, yeah. dude. And and <laughs> no, I was gonna tell you, so I want to take it somewhere because, like, like you know, ahead, that, on the switch, we're like uh, trying to find some. Well, one switch it up on even like the mundane stuff and. Like right mm-hmm. now, dude, I I was thinking of like how there's the business owner and then there's like the, the people that use it. So the people that are charging the phone, they're at the venue, they're at the stadium. But then there's like someone clever, man, that said, I'm going to do that and I'm going to capitalize on the on the habit, on the addiction that we have to the phone and and this thing to want to record everything because I do it too. Like I'm not I mean, we won't leave the hotel the last time i went to like an event was in vegas when we went to the ufc fight and we weren't leaving the hotel until my younger brother got to set because his phone's always dead dude and it's like he got to like 70 75 and we're like hey let's go but we won't leave the hotel unless it's charged bro like and and these people capitalize on that visualize capitalize and monetize my new phrase bro i just I just have you thought about that or you just thought about it right now no i thought about it i was putting a lot of of thought into that no there's a book coming quote unquote like um the no dude but uh that's crazy like thinking about your brother like hey no i can't leave with until it's 70 percent like it's holding us back in certain ways you know what i mean like like the thought of me like before i go into the concert to the, on that day i was like i need to delete all these fucking videos and all these pictures that yes. are not are gonna be part of this uh, i need i need space i need space to record this you know what's <laughs> the funny thing bro they would record all this video and all these pictures when do you go back to actually see it? Well, like ask yourself that question. Yes, um, I find that interesting, dude. Because yeah, a lot of people don't go back. I think if we look at our photo uh, albums right now on the iPhone, you have an iPhone too. Yeah. So it's kind of like you. I, I think I have twenty-two thousand photos Bro. on my photo album. It's it's all the years because iCloud and all that. Uh, iCloud doesn't sponsor this um, podcast, yeah, but sure, but. Sure, sure. 
if you are interested, I can play. But um, we're ready. Hey, twenty-two thousand, and I think it's twenty-two thousand. I don't know. I could make up with the number, but I have gone back, and I think like um, there's there's this book I read, The How of Happiness, I think, and I read it because they I I saw it on a on a research like study that I I kind of was going through. I think I was learning. It was like maybe two years ago. I was learning on like habits, and then how do you you know how how do they get established but how do you like how does it impact you is there good habits and obviously there is and then there's a bad mm -hmm. habit but they pointed me to that uh, book man and it's, it sounds cheesy like someone it, it, it might think it's a self-help book it's well it could be considered self-help but it's like a researcher like that study the how of happy the how to of happiness i think that's what it's called man i don't want to botch it but um she shared that one of the activities that someone should do is a uh, reminisce or i think like savor i think that's what she calls it um and i'll pull it up right now as you, like you jump in but going back through your photo albums we don't have any printed photos anymore we have very limited i think we have like maybe our wedding and that was because it was like 2010 and, and that's it dude but i don't have any of those photos printed but if you do go back to them and you make time for it then it says that it's supposed it's to helped, help you yeah. scientifically i don't know if you had heard that or oh, yeah. like no and i haven't heard that but theoretically because i've read some books on you know just feeling good you know stuff that makes you feel good in a, in a warm way which is like reminiscing and and uh nostalgia it creates uh you know those those neurotransmitters that we always talk about the how of happiness that's the book yeah, and, and for those who a, are not yeah, watching the video and it says a scientific approach to getting the life you the want life you and want. one of them bro is actually where you practice gratitude obviously like we do that here on the switch you'll hear it like here soon but there's also um a savoring life's joys dude that's what it's called there, there's a chapter on this book it's called the how the how of happiness and it's written by i can't even pronounce her last name but it's happiness activity number nine dude it's about um savoring life's joys and it's like making time i had heard making time to look, go look through your photos i i think for me man looking back at the journey like even like with a podcast creatively like it, it inspires me because i'm like oh shit like it's almost like you remember why you started a project yeah! but i don't know if like people you, have you like you reconnect with the idea uh, that kind of inspired you at one point because yeah, you can easily get lost in translation with all the input that we have from different devices and different uh, habits and different experiences but if like what you're saying is like if you rec you go recollect your thoughts and you go back to a certain time you might regather re re that inspiration or that that connection that you made at one point and like oh okay now i remember like oh shit like this is hot like i i feel this you know what i mean yeah it's like the remember who you are simba like from lion king like where he doesn't want to go back to the kingdom right but it's like you gotta sometimes remember who you are where you you come from like an and even these moments like uh the guns and roses because i saw you posted on facebook and like i remember like i saw your photos but i remember the caption and the caption was like your first uh concert as a family and so you mm -hmm. took uh, right little eric it's the first Bella, time. isabella yeah my son was hyped he's like bro dad thank you so much for bringing me i was like oh that felt good you know like because we've been listening to guns and roses especially when, when we uh, go on trips it's i have the cd I don't even have it on Spotify. Like it's on CD, bro. So there's no interruptions. That's a good thing. So we're driving to like softball tournaments and we're going out of town to like to visit my cousins or whatever. 
and the CD just is non-stop playing from beginning to end. It's like the greatest hits of Guns N' Roses. So we learned the songs. Like he's learned the songs. He's been listening since he, since he was like four or five years old. So he's already nine. Like, I told him, dude, I didn't know you know the lyrics like that. I, I've been listening to it for the last five years. And he's like, okay, you play it a lot. Okay. Yeah. But he's like, no, I actually liked it that. It was really fun. And then um, the cool thing too is that I was trying to balance like the not recording and like, like actually experiencing it like without the phone. I was conscious about that when I was listening to the concert and I was like, just going on a trip bro because it's just amazing performance like no no mama like these guys are fucking amazing you know so yeah i was talking my daughter's high-fiving my wife i was like hey what's up Eric? this is awesome like trying to enjoy the moment and they're like okay i gotta record this one because slash is crazy let me record that like i gotta i have to have that you know like it was just amazing bro it was like that's what beautiful, I beautiful experience but the charging station just freaked me out because we're on the way out and i'm like damn we've advanced so much that we are hooked like you said we're hooked that we actually need that like it's a actual um business it's a business because of the of the wants and the needs that we have as a society bro that's crazy like i just like yeah i would have never I've been, i would have never seen that in 20 years ago when this was not not a, a thing yet you know one of the things um when you were sharing this is that I remember like talking about not fighting the future and like business people that yeah. did that is like you gotta know hey people are always gonna have their phone and like I'm gonna create charging stations for them and for us we should be happy that that person created the charging station because like, man I get to have my phone on me but that's good dude um one thing we were talking dude about mm -hmm. was like uh, back then uh, I, I would bring up the practicality and but mm -hmm. I don't and not that I don't have any practicality here but I think the most important thing is like how these conversations go man organically I didn't think I was going to talk about the how of happiness and if you do want to check out that book then like go check it out because like savoring moments and like using your phone to take photos and then going back and seeing them is a really important thing I actually early last week I was sharing a memory of Bella where she's uh dancing a Bruno Mars song and she she that was like seven 2017 so that was like six years ago and every time dude I, I actually like my snapchat I was very active in 2016 mm -hmm. to 2018 I think and I have a lot of videos man there that I think it's a good activity to do but go check out the book as well and then next time you go to a concert charge your phone Oh, for sure and, and if you um, don't there's gonna be a charging station there you can probably use it and i think it was for free bro it was for free nah bro i don't believe it no. i don't think they charge as, as long as you it's not a charging station it's a charging station <laughs> dude <laughs> no, I, but, hey when they say like it's gratis i'm like no there's a hook there like no nah. there's gotta be a hook i don't know exactly because i don't use it but i'm pretty sure even if you don't i mean it's gonna be small fee but it's, it's a cool, good fee man. Oh, yeah. and I th before we wrap it up, real quick, real quick, just the nostalgia part. I was like, um, I know that I, I, I kind of broke the the frame of thought there, but the, the nostalgia it creates serotonin. You know, like you said, reconnecting to old thoughts or like good thoughts or good memories. Yeah. It, it, it increases the the serotonin, a feeling of warmth, a feeling of good, happiness, bro. So, like those videos that I shot, I should visit them, but it's it's common not to visit them. You know what I mean? So. We should make that um that i guess practicality you know going back to that yeah. like hey wait i should go back to the video every so often and just like well, reconnect with that hey, with that that moment and yeah, just did, bring that happiness again go to your last concert right you went to for me man i think the last concert was pitbull here in laredo okay i went to go see bad bunny and then i saw pitbull Damn, bad bunny must have been hot bro yeah that was well, badass. where was that in san antonio yeah bad bunny at the alamo dome 
I could see the whole crowd because I was like backstage, like, and even if you don't like uh, the, even if you don't like Bad Bunny and you're not like a hardcore fan, which I don't think I'm like a hardcore fan, but mm-hmm. like Te Prendes because of the, the El Ambiente. It's hype, bro. It's yeah, hype. so it's kind of cool. But all right, um, I think we'll get into gratitude. So, um, go, dude, bro. just to get into like um, what we've been talking about, I think I'm grateful that there's uh, entrepreneurs and that have that mind to continue moving tech forward and that don't fight the future and that can create Zoom, which is what we're on right now, and can sure. create like like everything we got connected right now. Y'all can't mm-hmm. y'all can't see it. Just to think of that is is insane. And so I'm grateful that there's people that are thinking about that. Awesome, uh, gratitude bro. for entrepreneurs. For you, I know it'll be deeper, man. You, uh, I mean, first time seeing Guns and Roses. Bro, it's just honestly, it was. I'm grateful for that moment. It was a, uh, it was surreal to be honest. Because I'm grateful that we were able to go as a family together. Because in the past, it's been my wife and I going to different concerts, and then recently we took Isabella to a concert. And we saw Thundercat and we saw Red Hot Chili Peppers. We saw the Strokes all in one. I was like, bro, that was, you couldn't top that, right? But then we saw Guns N' Roses as a family. Me, you know, the kids, the wife, and the kids were saying, I can't believe this is happening. Like we're on, actually on our way to see the Guns N' Roses. And when we get there and we experience the whole vibe from the beginning to the end, we saw the whole concert. It was just amazing, bro, three hours. Three hour concert, bro. They played their asses off, bro. We're 50 year old men, bro. Three hours, no breaks. It's amazing. So I'm grateful for that moment that we were able to capture it and, and uh, had a charging station just in case we ran out of foam. <laughs> like the <laughs> energy of the battery. You know? But yeah, dude, it was an amazing moment. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. So, mm-hmm. all right, we'll wrap up uh, this episode of The Switch. Um, again, short, snappy, 10 minutes. Look at the, look at the time. It's 10 minutes. Don't forget, be the love. Be the light. Be you. Be the switch. switch.